the show is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, docs, nurses, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status, no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all, come on, let's go. Welcome to the healthcare rap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door. Where truth drops like an atom bomb, and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing, and explain how we can do better. Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Hey, Jared here. I hope you're staying safe and I hope you're doing well. I hope you're ready to learn something, do something, and be a part of something. Because here on this program, we are done with the status quo in healthcare. Hospitals and health systems and practices are finally starting to make healthcare about consumers and innovation. We call it marketing forward. If you want to be a part of it, then this is the place for you. We're going to help you find your place in this new movement, and you're going to be one of the ones shifting the way healthcare is marketed and experienced. I can't wait for you to be part of this movement. Before I get too far, I do want to mention one more time the brand new content network for you, for healthcare marketers. It's called Shift.Health, and it's a network of podcasts and on-demand video series. If you like the healthcare rap, what you're listening to right now, I think you'll really like these other series and shows that we have there. So go check them out at Shift.Health. Check out the other podcasts and video series we have there. So here's what's going to go down today. We'll kick things off with the flavor of the week about some of my favorite healthcare marketing hacks. Then we've got Ben Dillon in the house to discuss the need for professional education and connections within the industry. Then we'll wrap up with the 411 from Alan Shoebridge. You ready? Let's go. Flavor of the week. Part of self-care during the pandemic is finding things that you enjoy watching and listening to, especially when they're educational and entertaining at the same time. To that end, I want to offer my recommendations for podcasts and video series that I enjoy to help me stay connected and develop professionally. This is my list of healthcare marketing hacks. Let's start with the video series, shall we? First is the new series, What Did You Learn? from AHA Media Group. This series follows Ahava Liebtag as she chats with content marketers and copywriters about what they went through during the pandemic and how we can all learn from it. Now you're in for a treat because her guests include Amanda Todorovich from Cleveland Clinic, Anne Hanley from Marketing Profs, and Aaron Johnson from Penn Medicine. Okay, second is Symphony RM's LinkedIn Live series about accelerating recovery with data. Where they focus is helping healthcare marketers deliver high-impact communications when the stakes are high. It's a series about understanding how to become a data enthusiast and drive the data discussion inside our organizations. So it's all about healthcare behaviors and how they're changing fast and how COVID-19 has only amplified this. So it's another great series to check out. Third is Brand Brew by Rob Rosenberg. Brand Brew is a conversation over a cup of coffee featuring experts in branding, marketing, and digital communications. It's all about timely and culturally relevant topics that extend to all industries. It's hosted by Rob Rosenberg, and you'll see guests such as Chris Boyer and Paul Sablowski. Last but certainly not least is the video series by Jennings Healthcare Marketing featuring Dan Dunlop. 
Dan's blog, The Healthcare Marketer, was just named the 2020 Blog of the Year in the Health IT Marketing and PR Awards competition. It is definitely a well-deserved honor, and one of my favorite features of the blog is his video series of short snippets, anywhere from a couple of minutes to eight or nine minutes. And each of these videos really dive into what's at the heart of healthcare marketing, how to improve our craft, and how to feel like part of the community. All right, next week I'll be sharing some of my favorite podcasts for healthcare marketers. One way or the other, let me know what your favorites are, and let's share our healthcare marketing hacks more often. That's the flavor of the Week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've got Ben Dillon in the house. Ben is the Chief Strategy Officer and Co-Owner at Geonetric, which is a website and marketing solutions agency that's highly involved in the healthcare marketing digital space, kind of the, the place where we like to live on this program. Ben, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? We're hanging in there. You know, I, I've been learning just more and more than ever that depending on where we live, we are seeing the world very differently these days. And so coming at you from the Southwest and talking to you in the Midwest, we probably have different versions of what we're seeing day to day. And hopefully you're able to see some positives still coming out of the fact that this pandemic is far from over and restrictions keep loosening and then restricting and, and changing. And we have to figure out what to do with our lives on a day-to-day basis. So uh, hopefully the uh, the Dylan life has not been uh, completely interrupted, or at least you're figuring out how to, how to live with it now. It is a, an interesting time in which we live, to be sure. And uh, personally, things are working okay, working remote. You know, we've sorted out all of those sorts of things and uh, family's good. But yes, it's uh, it has been certainly an interesting time. And like you, we work with health systems all over the country. Every state, every community, it's, it's often even smaller than just what's happening at the state level. Totally different picture. You know, we have areas where they've seen very little issues and they're continuing to see very little issues. We're seeing places that have spiked and have gone down, places that have gone up and down and are, are trying to figure out what to do. And I think we're all doing that dance now. The things open up, maybe they opened up a little too much or a little too fast. And so we're walking it back now. You know, same stuff we're seeing on the news, but every community is feeling and experiencing and working through this thing in a different way. It's, it's you know, a thousand little crises that, that are all a little bit unique, depending exactly where you are and what's going on in your neighborhood. It's like the virus has been personalized, not to make light of it, but like it is very, very different for each of us. Like you just said, it's like a thousand different ways of dealing with it and, and experiencing it. That really has a play uh, kind of in what we're talking about today, which is in general, what our industry is feeling like these days and how we can help educate ourselves, what kinds Absolutely. of professional education and networking opportunities and, and there are and how vital they are today more than ever. So why don't we dive right into that? That's the topic of our rap battle today. Rap battle! Rap battle is where we talk about the status quo. And then we say, all right, we're done with that. We're going to challenge the status quo. We're going to try to do things differently. There are so many different aspects of healthcare, particularly when you talk about digital consumption, about engagement, about marketing and tech and the the way we experience healthcare. There's so many different aspects of it that we just have to start by thinking differently. And what's really interesting, Ben, is for someone like you who, who has been involved with the Healthcare Digital Marketing Trends Survey, which is now in its 10th edition. It's out there now. People can take it now and you're, you're inviting them to participate in the survey now. But in its 10th edition, 
my goodness, like what hasn't changed in our industry over that time? <laughs> it's a snapshot of history. That's what I find interesting to begin with. Yeah, we're really excited about it. And we're excited about it every year. It's been an annual-ish survey. So this is our 10th edition, but we did the first one 15 years ago. So more or less every year, but a little bit of wiggle in there. And yes, things have changed tremendously over that time. And, and the reason we do it now is similar to the reason we did it at the start, which is we all need more and better data to make decisions on. And you know, 15 years ago, there just wasn't a lot in the healthcare space looking at how healthcare organizations were using digital. There was lots of research going on in digital in general and the web and, and things like that. But healthcare has always been a little bit unique, a little bit different. And certainly what we were seeing in terms of what was and wasn't meaningful for healthcare organizations, what was and wasn't working, the way we were staffing, the way we were approaching different projects, all those sorts of things. Uh, we really wanted to understand what was happening in our world. Today, that all continues to be true. There's a lot more research that, that's focused on our space, but each of those research projects seems to carve out a little bit of its own niche. Every every one of us has, has our own space within that. You know, so we continue to want to understand and learn. This year, as we sort of looked at what's going to hit the cutting room floor and what things are we going to build on, very interesting as this pandemic's hit in the middle of that. We, uh, we delayed actually launching the survey for almost two months because it just felt like the wrong time to be reaching out to healthcare organizations and asking them to take time to you know participate in this for the data gathering piece of it. Everyone was just completely underwater for a while there. Uh, so we consulted with you know a bunch of clients, our, our survey advisory board, and, and thank you, Jared, for, for being part of that. We, we do have a, an advisory board of people both inside uh, healthcare organizations and other people involved in the industry just to kind of say what feels like the right time to actually go and start to have those conversations again. And uh, through that time, I think that the survey ends up being different, right? There are things that we're going to hit the cutting room floor because the answer's really been the same the last couple of years. We're not getting new aha moments out of it, new insights. But this year, we're looking at it and saying, okay, we have the baseline data. What's going to be different now? Because we can't assume that anything is going to be on the same track that it was six months ago. And so suddenly the need for information, very timely information about how this stuff is going to move forward and how organizations are prioritizing and approaching some of these things becomes critically important in a new and different way. Hey there, listeners. If you're all about listening to your website visitors to learn more about how to improve your website experience, then G-Site is for you. G-Site is a suite of digital improvement tools that capture the voice of the digital customer. Hi, I'm Rob Klein, co-founder of G-Site and founder and CEO of Klein & Partners, a market research and brand consulting firm dedicated to helping hospitals and health systems find their brand voice. I co-developed this service offering with the team at Greystone.net several years ago. G-Site helps you prioritize and focus your website improvement and enhancement efforts. It's a suite of solutions, including a pop-up website experience survey tool, a user-friendly dashboard and reporting tool, a user behavior tracking tool, expert consulting services, and more. What if I told you that 8% of your visitors have a new negative opinion of your brand after visiting your website? Now multiply that number by the total number of annual visitors. Does that number scare you? If so, go to www.graystone.net 
forward slash gsite to learn more about how we can help and sign up for an introductory overview. Hope to speak with you soon. One of the things that's got to be the most telling is how different it is. Like, like you and I were just talking about regionally, the way we experience the pandemic is different. Regionally also, and depending on the size of your organization, you're going to experience the trends that the survey has highlighted and asked about very differently. And I'm curious just in general, like, what do you think the need is for, for some baseline data here? You know, what, how does it help any individual colleague in our industry? What can an individual do with the data? How does it help them kind of start craft their own plan? Because it's not as simple as, as just sticking with the career plan I always had, right? For instance, everyone seems like is looking at their own individual place within their organization. And they're saying, you know, pretty much any plans I had are, are tossed out the window now. And I don't know what my options are. I don't know if I, you know, if I should be happy with how things are going now. I don't know if that's the the next normal or, or whatnot. What's the need for the survey in the first place uh, for those in our industry? Right. And we look at this from sort of a micro level and a macro level. So, you know, we snuck in literally at the 11th hour, some questions around if we're likely to have a brain drain problem at the end of this. Healthcare has been under unprecedented stress. And not that every other industry out there isn't under its own kind of stress, but there's a lot of concern, and I've seen a lot of people writing about these kinds of challenges on the clinical side, that you know, nurses are going to tough it out through the pandemic. They're not going to you know, step out in the middle of the fight. But when they're done, they're thinking they're going to move on to something other than healthcare. We haven't looked at that for marketing professionals, for digital professionals, for the kind of people that we're speaking with and, and trying to inform. So we're asking some questions about stress levels, about intent to stick with healthcare as a career, or the intent to, to stick with this space. Are you more or less likely to be in healthcare a year from now than you were maybe at the beginning of the year? Some of those kinds of questions. So informing the people who are worried about the workforce in a more general way, where those challenges are going to be. And, and the data is incredibly preliminary right now, but it's looking like, well, we certainly have some people that are either looking to exit right now or are looking to exit after the pandemic is done. We have a group that's maybe even a little larger than that that are saying, you know, I'm more committed to healthcare as a career path now than I was before this started. So we're seeing sort of it pulling on both sides of that thing at the same time because of what's going on right now. From the other side, and, and I, I mean, it, it's used in a lot of different ways, we get pretty granular about where organizations are investing. We have a whole list of different categories that we carry throughout the survey. And it's part of how we characterize what organizations are leading versus the ones that are falling behind. But it's also the list we use to say, where is your organization investing? Where are you hoping to grow staff in the coming year to understand which of those different functional areas are going to be priorities over the next year, three years, five years. And if you're looking at that from a career development perspective, it's a great tool to say, hey, like, it's time for me maybe to specialize. It's maybe time for me to go deep in an area or two areas. Let me look at the map and kind of see where is the demand going to be for skill sets within our disciplines going forward. And I think it can be a great tool for people who are doing that kind of career planning as well. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. 
tell us what's the state of the state. There's no time to wait. Come give us your opinion before it's too late. You know our survey needs you. The insights will lead you. Everyone should take it. And yes, we mean you. If ever there's a year, this is when we need to hear how the industry's doing. So get yourself in here. Now's the time to start. The decision ain't hard. You give us a few minutes, we give you a gift card. Be part of healthcare marketing history and take the 2020 Healthcare Digital Marketing Trends Survey, the most comprehensive snapshot of digital marketing in the industry. This is its 10th edition, and there are new questions this year about the impact of COVID-19. So take the survey, and you'll receive a $10 Amazon gift card. Visit geonetric.com slash wrap-survey. That's geonetric.com slash wrap-survey. Or simply go to geonetric.com and click take the survey. Go check it out today. That tends to be the question that has always been asked of our industry. Do I specialize or do I generalize? How deep do I go on one topic? Do I become just the expert, the the indispensable person in my organization who can do XYZ skills? And it only seems like those questions are are even murkier than normal nowadays. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we do some sort of team consulting with healthcare organizations. So if they're thinking about, do they have the right team in place? Do they have the right skills? Where should they be adding additional bandwidth, things like that? We talk a lot about what we call T-shaped people, right? So you need people who are not entirely siloed and focused. Those people tend to be really good at one thing, but they don't understand how their discipline fits into all the things around it. And and the reality is none of the pieces live in a vacuum and never have. Uh, At the same time, if you're that mile wide, inch deep, that's great early in your career. You can do lots of things. You can fill in lots of places. You get more opportunities. But before long, you really have to find those areas to go deep. So you have people who are deep in one area or a small handful of areas, but need some breadth as well to understand how what they do fits in with the other functional areas around it. And frankly... Depending on the demand from week to week, some ability to step in and support other team members when that's where the most critical work is happening. And so we actually use some of the data out of the survey to help us guide organizations when they're making some of those kinds of decisions as well. So let me put a different spin on this. What's your your personal interest in the survey each year? What do you get out of it? Like, What are you looking forward to the most in terms of once the data has been synthesized and, and compiled and cross-tabbed and everything and put into a lovely looking graphs and charts, once all that's happened, what, what are you looking forward to the most and, and which sections are you paying the most attention to? I'm just a huge data geek, so that's part of it. Like, I get really excited this time of year about my opportunity to spend, you know, a hundred plus hours in Excel spreadsheets here in the coming, you know, six weeks or so. That's, you know, part of what I love about this. And we've tried to kind of outsource the analysis of this stuff in the past, and I end up redoing all the work. So they've just sort of decided that that they will put it on my lap and, and help make sure that I stay on, on track and on course. But I love getting into it and understanding where those aha moments are. You know, it's great to see the big picture. We've always focused a lot, not just on what's happening industry-wide, but what are leading organizations doing differently from organizations that just aren't there in the same way. And so, you know, trying to understand what the approach is and how that's different, how the staffing is different, all these different factors. But looking at at what makes the organizations that excel good at what they're doing or what are they doing differently. I love, you know, doing crazy cross tabs between different questions. I often find that that's where 
the real insights are. And you can kind of get a hint of things as you're looking at things at a big picture. But when you start looking at, you know, what's the overall marketing budget going to do in the coming year versus what the digital marketing budget is going to do in the coming year, you can look at those numbers as they are. But when you cross them, you start to realize, oh, like this is clear evidence that we've got more and more dollars flowing from traditional into digital. Because even the budgets that are stagnant in an overall marketing perspective, even the budgets that are falling behind you know, in an overall perspective, by and large, they're still investing more in digital. And so you, you start to get those, those little moments where the data pops out and tells you something really interesting or, or unique. You know, this year, again, we're going to deep dive in a number of areas. We talked a little bit about some of the, the staffing things already. We're going to be looking at how the pandemic has changed plans. We're going to look a bit at digital transformation initiatives. That's been something that we're seeing more and more of. And to be fair, those were going on before the pandemic. They look very different now than they did then. But uh, you know, I think we've got a number of really interesting areas like that where we decided to deep dive and ask a, a set of questions. And just really excited to kind of see how some of those things come together. And again, some of the things that maybe haven't been the source of a lot of unusual curveballs in the past... This year, we're going to look at it because if there's a curveball, that tells us something really important. And frankly, if there's not, that tells us something really important too. Some of the things that I think we've repeated over and over again, and maybe we're not seeing a lot of movement and change from year to year. This year, I think we're going to refocus on a lot of those things. And I think there should be some interesting insights coming out of that as well. I would imagine so. Out of every year in this field, uh, nothing has been as unpredictable as this. And just having something to to hold on to, something to grasp to say, uh, here's something I can I can rely on. Here's something I can look forward to, or here's something that that I can discover that's going to help me through everything else that's changing. I can only see that as a positive, and I'm really looking forward to just having uh, that much more to go on these days. When you look at the industry itself, when you look at those involved in any kind of digital role in healthcare organizations, particularly in marketing or communications. What have you seen, I guess, dating back to like a year ago, right? When you were starting to plan for this year's survey, which seems like a decade ago, <laughs> just a year ago when you were planning for this, what were you thinking? You know, what, what was going to be, you know, a, a big topic, you know, something that was, that may have been telling or, or one of those biggest subject areas, I guess, in the in the survey that you thought would, would probably tell us a lot about what's going on in the industry? You know, it's been a really interesting shift because you think about like the end of last year and healthcare organizations were going already through just a tremendous amount of change, right? The business models were shifting, the margin pressure was going on. Lots and lots of organizations were really concerned about all of these external players, Right. Amazon and Google and Berkshire Hathaway and you know Walmart getting into healthcare and disrupting the industry and that that was the disruption that they were really worried about. Those I think have have sort of been set on the shelf for right now. It's a little bit secondary worrying about the impact of of Walmart right now when organizations are losing in some cases hundreds of millions of dollars because of, of this fundamental shift when we're trying to get patients back in the door, you know, the set of front burner issues has completely shifted here over the last six months. And so I think it's reinvigorated the 
interest in changing what healthcare organizations are about and how they're functioning. But I think the focus of that has really moved in some meaningful ways. We were much more concerned about who we were going to competing, who we were going to be competing with that's different from who we've been competing with. And I think it's refocused us on what do consumers need from us and how do we serve them in the best possible way? And so I'm really interested, again, to see just what the data tells us about some of these things. But just working with lots and lots of healthcare organizations, the urgency for change has, I think, continued to ratchet up. I think the focus is maybe in a place that's more productive. It's about health consumers rather than about competitors. And there's just the reality that for a lot of organizations, the speed of planning and thinking about this has really ticked up. Maybe the resources and the energy to actually make that change happen is a little bit slower than maybe it was six months ago. But I think we're entering a very different time of change for healthcare. And I think the pandemic has taught a lot of organizations that they can change faster than they ever thought they could if they're genuinely committed to it in a way they've never been in the past. And I think that's a, a really powerful idea for kind of what the future might look like for a lot of these organizations that frankly have not been the most agile, nimble organizations traditionally. To say the least. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> well put, well put. I need a dime, ain't faking a bump. So you crank out content, but it's getting stale. It might be nutritious, but it tastes like kale. You're down with finding a way to up your marketing game. Yeah, but when you look for help, everyone seems lame. We're Ultera Digital. Google us and see. We're spelled like ultra with an extra E. We'll help you market forward. Google us and look. We're Ultera Digital. It's off the hook. Hey guys, this is Jared. Ultera Digital is just another name for our consulting team that helps you when your content, your strategy, or your brand is getting stale. You know, like that chocolate glazed donut that was a little piece of heaven in the morning, but when you left it on your desk until 4.13 in the afternoon and you went to finish it off, by then, mm, not so heavenly, was it? By now, you know our philosophy that content is the future, but only when it engages audiences and it isn't a snooze fest. And you've heard how we roll. The healthcare rap, what you're listening to right now is Exhibit A. We don't do boring. So if your content, your special event, or your strategy is getting stale, let us help you give it that spark, that rhythm, that new life you're looking for. Ultera Digital, marketing forward. Okay, now back to the podcast, right? Because it's pretty legit. Any closing thoughts, Ben, as we start to wrap this up uh, that we haven't talked about yet? Anything else that, that you'd want to make sure our colleagues out there in the industry are, are thinking about or, or inspired by these days? What, what's kept you going during the crazy times? And what are you looking forward to? Well, you know, being involved in healthcare in whatever capacity, and, and, you know, whether you're in a healthcare organization, whether you're supporting healthcare organizations, it has been just an exciting time to be helping this backbone of America, so to speak, to really be the support during this medical crisis. We haven't had this kind of a medical crisis in a very, very long time. And I think the role of healthcare is going to be a little different coming out of this. I think the way people feel about their, their jobs and their roles, the potential is to be very different coming out of this. I think we're seeing research from consumers saying they feel different about 
the healthcare organizations in their community than they than they did in the past. And so I think there's a lot of bright spots within that about what can happen in the future. The path from here to there is going to be neither easy or painless. But I, I do think that there's some really exciting potential for healthcare. It's been really you know, very fulfilling to be part of helping to support these organizations as they've, they've been so important during this crisis. That said, individually, we know lots of people who have been furloughed, who are working four days a week, who are mandatory vacationing, whatever. And, you know, I think it's, it's a time for people to take a step back and reflect. I'm hoping as, you know, some of these conferences are converting to digital and are changing the format and things, that part of that transition actually makes a lot of that content available to more people in a way that's more affordable, right? It's always hard to take a week and go wherever halfway across the country, you know, spend a thousand dollars on the registration, you know, even if your your employer's paying for it, and then, you know, however much on hotel rooms at overpriced hotels and you know, all of that sort of thing. Very expensive way to learn. And I think we're starting to see some things out there, and I'm hoping it gets replicated with our, our big healthcare conferences where it becomes much more accessible. It's a lot less expensive. You don't have to disappear for a week. You can engage with a lot of this stuff without leaving home, without necessarily having to walk away from your professional responsibilities for several days. And again, right now, leaner teams, less staff, all those sorts of things. It's really hard to step away for more than a couple of days. I'm hoping that actually a lot of this stuff is able to engage more of the people in our space than it's traditionally been able to as they convert to a new format and a new way of thinking about these conferences. That's an intriguing thought. I'll be curious to see how things go with that. And, and hopefully that is the case. Ben, I appreciate your time. I appreciate the, the thought that's gone into the survey and the, that's gone into our discussion today. I, I do find it encouraging. I love sharing these kinds of discussions with colleagues who, who have been through just as much of the ups and downs, just as many of... of the peaks and valleys in this whole thing. And, and it feels like we're all riding this storm out together just uh, in, in different parts of the country. And yet we're united by this desire to ultimately help each other and help those patients and providers who are making healthcare happen uh, for those of us in, everywhere. So I appreciate your Absolutely. time today. Yeah, I wanted well, to make quick sure... Plug, um, quick plug for the survey. So if... If you work in a health system or a healthcare organization, if you work for an agency or a vendor that, and you spend a lot of your time supporting healthcare organizations, we hope you'll take a couple minutes to take the survey. You can come out to geonetric.com, G-E-O-N-E-T-R-I-C.com, and the survey will, will pop up right there when you get to our website. I think we're also going to have some links in the show notes as well. But uh, I, I do hope you'll, you'll go out and take the time to, to fill it out. Of course, the people who participate are the first ones who will get access to the information that comes out the other side of this as well. And a gift card. Yeah, that's right. Amazon gift card. So there you go, people. Take it, check it out. Go take the survey. Go do yourself a favor and, uh, and you'll enjoy seeing the, the results of it when it's all said and done. And uh, maybe we can have you back on the program, Ben, at that point, and we can share what you've learned and see if, if all what you're expecting, if this preliminary data, if it kept going that direction or if things changed again, because I wouldn't be surprised that way either. I wouldn't be surprised at all. It would be my pleasure. I'd love to. Fantastic. Well, Ben, uh, for those who want to stay connected with you, how do they do that? What's the best way for them to reach you? 
Well, you can, of course, come to our website at geonetwork.com or uh, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Ben at Geo, B-E-N-A-T-G-E-O. Fantastic. Thanks again for your time, Ben. Stay safe, stay well, and keep up all the good work. And I can't wait to hear when the survey is done and see what happens. You as well. Talk soon. What's the 411? Hi, I'm Alan Shibuchi, and I'm here with the 411 for Healthcare Marketers. A few weeks back, I talked about the power of reflection and how you can use inspirational reflections to guide your work, ground your team, and make sure you keep forward progress going on the things that you're doing. So I recently came across one that I wanted to share, uh, especially as we're dealing with some really huge issues right now. We're talking about in our industry, we're dealing with COVID-19, obviously. Um, We're looking into issues of social justice, health equity, and dealing with the racism that exists in the country. And all those things are combining together at the same time which can really make it feel like, yes, we're dealing with these huge issues and progress can feel really slow. And even it can feel like we're sliding backwards. And I think that's especially true with the response to COVID-19. We're still battling people who think it's fake, uh, people who know that it's real, but still won't take basic safety precautions like wearing a mask to stop the spread. And that can feel very frustrating. It can feel like the work we're doing to help educate people uh, is not getting through. And we know that as healthcare uh, professionals, we're going to see those people in our hospitals. We're going to see them in our healthcare system. And it's going to feel difficult to realize that we didn't reach everyone that we could. So I think this is a time where we could be easily tempted to give up, uh, stop our efforts, and not make a difference. So I came across uh, a great quote from uh, Desmond Tutu, who was um, a leader in South Africa. Probably most of you recognize the name. At the time of apartheid, he was uh, one of the leading voices for uh, driving change in that country. And his quote goes like this, do your little bit of good where you are. It's those little bits of good put together that overwhelm the world. So again, all those small actions. And I'm gonna go back to what I started with in terms of it being a time where as a healthcare marketer communicator, you can feel like things aren't making a difference. Um, But I feel like it's important to realize that Every mind we change on these issues will have an impact. Um, It might be slow at first, but there will be momentum that's gained over time and your changes will come. And again, I think anyone whose mind we change, who we get to wear a mask or we get to practice uh, social distancing or we get to wash their hands 10 times a day, um, those are people who hopefully will not get COVID-19. If we talk to people about some of the other issues I mentioned before, if we change minds, if we change how people are our thinking even one person at a time does make a difference. So I feel like in our profession, we need to keep communicating. Uh, we need to keep doing those little bits of good that'll drive change. And that's my reflection this time. So I'm gonna repeat it one more time before I go. But do your little bit of good where you are. It's those little bits of good put together that overwhelm the world. So I hope you'll use that uh, to guide your efforts, to guide your work, and to ground yourself over the weeks to come. So good luck. Hey, thanks to Ben and Alan, and thanks to you for listening. Don't forget to be a part of the Marketing Forward movement. Listen, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. Healthcare App is a member of the brand new Shift.Health content network. Go check it out at Shift.Health. Podcasts and video series about changing the way healthcare is marketed and experienced. So on behalf of Ben and Alan, keep marketing forward. Thanks, and that's a wrap. 